Welcome. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today for Milwaukee's philanthropic community, where we highlight people and organizations who are doing great things in our community. We like to highlight these nonprofits and the people that work with them so that we can get the word out about how they're making a difference. And our hope is that you, our listening audience, will want to jump on the bandwagon and find a way to make a difference yourself. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach at Ellen Becker Investment Group, and I look forward to sharing how our guests inform, inspire, and impact those around them. Today, we're going to talk about community involvement. As people, we all require social interaction and support in order to thrive, right? We know this because studies have shown that lonely people suffer more frequently with conditions like cardiovascular problems and compromised immune systems, depression, and so on. But our need to connect with others is more than just a health concern. It's also a fundamental part of how our opinions, our cultures, our societies are shaped. So when people come together and they form bonds based on their location, their interests, their beliefs, their values, the positive impacts can be endless. But unfortunately, in today's society, it's becoming increasingly common to completely disengage from the outside world. Online shopping delivers goods and services directly to our door without even leaving our homes, and technology has allowed us to communicate with one another via a screen, eliminating that need for face-to-face -face interaction. But in order for communities to remain strong, resilient, and successful, we have to be willing to get together, work together, and have fun together. Sometimes local residents just, they're just not aware of the opportunities that exist to become involved in their communities. And sometimes people just don't even believe that they can make a difference. So here to talk more about that is my first guest today, Elaine Craning, Executive Director from Positively Pewaukee. Positively Pewaukee is an award-winning nonprofit dedicated to making Pewaukee a premier destination for visitors and a place families love to call home by building community, fostering business, and producing fun and exciting events all throughout the year. Welcome to the show today, Elaine. Thank you, Jill. Glad to be here. We are glad that you are here. <laughs> um, so tell us a little bit about Lane. You know, like how long have you been at Positively Pewaukee, and why do you do what you do? Well, I feel like I've been here my whole life, <laughs> but actually, <laughs> um, it's I'm started my 20th year, so I, I kind of call it my 20th season because we go go by summertime seasons for things. Um, I took this job thinking it would just be doing a few events, and it ended up being life-changing for um, our organization, for myself. Um, we have touched so many people over the years, and I'm very proud of, of what we've accomplished. You should be. You Thank should be. You. Well, tell us what the mission is of Positively Pewaukee. Well, we have a three-pillar statement that you had uh, read before, but I'll reiterate again. Um, it is building community, fostering business, and producing events. And so we started that a few years ago because we were trying to have what they always want to call your elevator speech. And so this way, when we tell people these three things, whatever sparks their interest in what's building community, we can explain that. Or how do you foster business? Talk about that. The event part is kind of <laughs> self-explanatory. Right, right. yeah. But the other things, it just it, we, we thought it would be better to do it that way to start a conversation. 
Okay. And so you're working with the community and, of course, in the community are businesses. So Mm -hmm. in what ways do you work with the businesses that are in Pewaukee? So we started out as part of the Wisconsin Main Street program and kind of outgrew the program about four years ago. Um, and from that time, we've kind of expanded to working with business, any business that's in Pewaukee, where before we were more a downtown association. And so through our expansion, what we do is when somebody new comes in, we welcome them, first of all. You know, we kind of go through some of the things of, you know, what it's like to be in Pewaukee. Um, We help them get the word out. We'll put out, you know, social media posts. We will talk about their grand opening, do, you know, different things that way. Um, But the big thing that we do is we have monthly merchants meetings. And so we invite anybody that has a business in Pewaukee to come together. We usually meet on a Thursday morning. Um, We're trying a few nighttime things now. But we'll have all the merchants come in. We have introductions, talk about your business. We have the police there. We have um, our village administrator there to kind of give updates. We give an update. But the most important part is they get to know each other. So we will average between 15 and 20 businesses that will show up at a time. And the great thing is they're all friends now. They all know each other. So when somebody comes into your shop and they say, hey, I'm looking for XYZ, these merchants now know who carries the XYZ. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they can send them over because, as we all know, word of mouth is the best advertising that you can have. So we help facilitate that. Um, Right now we're doing something we call mystery envelopes. So we've given 20 of our businesses have told us something that they would like to give off, like so, like 20% off or free pizza or something. So those envelopes are going to all the 20 businesses, handing them out to people. So our hope is that people will visit. 20 different businesses. Nice. Um, So we try to do just small projects like that with the businesses. Very nice. Now, when I go to see my chiropractor, Dr. Tad, Mm -hmm. hello, Dr. Tad, (laughs) at Chiropractic and Wellness on the Lake, I noticed some new businesses on the mm-hmm. on the strip there, to, which is exciting. You yes. know, bringing new business into the yes. into the area. So, tell us about the newbies in the community. Sure. Well, we are very very fortunate. In my t- almost twenty years here, we have never been under ninety eight percent filled in our downtown, which is almost unheard of. Um, during the pandemic, we did lose a couple of businesses. Kind of think they probably would have been out within a couple of years, anyways. So um, I think we were down to we had like four empty spots, um, and since then, so in twenty twenty one now we have had five new businesses come in. So we have Sienna Moon, uh, we have Beach Bum Bakery, we have Beach House uh, Bistro, we have Lake Country Mercantile, and am I missing anybody? I'm missing somebody. I'm sorry. I can't think of who it all is now. <laughs> well, but it, we've we've got a lot of new great places. And um, if you go onto our website, we positivelypewaukee.com, we do have a listing of all of the, the Pewaukee businesses. Okay. And didn't you appear, you just did a video, yes, which is did. exciting. Yeah. Oh, Lake and Pine. How did I forget that? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I was going to say, one of them that you mentioned, it sounded yeah. like where you where you were at. First yes. of all, tell yes. people where they can see that video, because that's that's exciting yes, to share it is. what's going on yes. here, right? So, um, a company um, out of Milwaukee started a new venture with realtors out here, and it's called Home America. And they take um, different communities and highlight the communities. And I think they're basically going to be using this as a selling tool. And so they asked us to participate, and we went to Lake and Pine and did a 
wonderful, I think it's 40-minute video that we now have up on our Facebook page, and then it will be on our website um, soon. But it, it was just a really great way to just talk about all the great things that happened in Pewaukee, and not just the business, but the different activities and, and the people and fun things like that. So we were really excited of how that turned out. And it was it was really a great video, you know. But speaking about fun things, you know, EIG sponsored a musical event that you had by the lake, which mm -hmm. is always a lot of fun. And then, of course, you add food to that mix, and look out. <laughs> that makes for a great summer yes. evening. Yes. In fact, um, Positively Pewaukee offers a bit of arts and entertainment events that are always mm -hmm. exciting, right? Did you know, audience, that there's a famous movie writer and director that was born and raised right here in Pewaukee? Well, we're going to take a quick break. <laughs> so you'll have to stay tuned. And when we come back, Elaine will tell us who that is. And then she'll also elaborate on what events Positively Pewaukee offers and how you can get involved or just stop by and enjoy. So stay tuned and we'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back. I'm your host, Jill Economo, and I'm talking today with Elaine Craning of Positively Pewaukee. So I mentioned before the break, a little piece of trivia, that there's a famous writer-director who was born and raised right here in Pewaukee. Maybe some of you know who it is. <laughs> so Elaine... Who is it? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you are a Pewaukee um, resident and have been here for a while, you will know the Kep family. They have Kep Realty. We have Kep Park now, and David Kep is our famous person. So uh, David has written Mission Impossible. He wrote Jurassic Park. Uh, he wrote a whole lot of other things, and I think he's getting into directing now, too. So he's a big deal out in Hollywood, and so he's he's our famous person. Okay, so now <laughs> if you're in a trivia game and you get asked yes, that question, yes, so what yes. famous person came yes. out of Pewaukee? Yes. That's exciting. Besides the Watt brothers. Okay, yeah. there you go. There you go. Well, I've been to a number of events that you've hosted over the years, and it's been great fun, especially when it involves food and, food and music, as I said. Um, why don't you elaborate on some of the annual events that you host? Sure. So we've kind of expanded this year. We're excited. So um, hopefully this will become an annual event. In March, we're doing a beer tasting. Uh, once summer hits, we do our um, Waterfront Wednesday concerts, which run for 10 weeks in the summertime. At the end of July is our biggest event, which is Taste of Lake Country. Uh, that one... It's, it, I'm just so proud of that event. It's so wonderful. If the weather is good, we have about 25,000 people come downtown. Yeah, and we if you're put, a foodie, you got to yeah, be there, yes, right? Yes, yes. Yeah. We put a huge stage on the beach, which every band that ever comes is just so excited to be playing there. Um, we have restaurants come from Lake Country. We have from, you can get from a hot dog to Weisgerber's famous uh, prime rib sandwich. So we have the street closed down, um, lots and lots of fun things down there. The music is all day. It's, uh, it's a Friday night and a Saturday night. And, of course, we have beverages. Of and course. <laughs> it wouldn't be a Wisconsin right, event right, without beverages, right. quote-unquote. Yeah, that's true. Um, 
One of the things that, that we decided a few years ago, because it is a taste, um, we decided to do the beer also. So we um, have multiple, multiple beers there. And every year we work with our, our brewery that we, we get this from to have something different. And so we have found over the years that people love to come down there and see what's new. So instead of going and buying that six-pack or 12-pack, you can just try one down there. Nice. So it's not just the taste of the food, it's, it's taste of the different beers. And then we have um, our local person um, who does our wine for us. So we have uh, many really great wines down there. So it's not just a, you know, $2 bottle. We, you can get an inexpensive glass or a quite expensive glass <laughs> of wine, too. So that's been a big hit, too, because people really like that. And you can talk to the owner and, and, you know, just see, find something new there, too. Yeah, and it's free. And it's free. So you can meet up with your, your yes. gal pals or yes. your, you yes. know, your your gang that you hang yes. with, your besties, and just go for a beer, go for some yep. food and some great music. Yes. And there you go. Makes yeah, for a great weekend. Five years ago, we started something new. We wanted to kind of up it a little bit. And so... We actually have up-and-coming bands from Nashville on Saturday night. Um, so that has been a huge, huge hit for us. So we've had Jordan Davis. Um, we had Tyler Rich. And m- almost everyone we've had now has had a number one hit. Oh, exciting. And so the, this year, you know, we're, we're looking forward to, again, bringing in some new up-and-coming people. And, you know, so come on down because you never know the next Garth Brooks could hey, be there you go. Lake for us. <laughs> I once saw them in Pewaukee, yes, Wisconsin. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Well, what, what else new? You know, what, what else new do you have coming up? Um, so then in fall, we do our bourbon tasting, which has been a huge hit. People just go crazy over bourbon. And we are very fortunate that we have a volunteer who is a real expert in this and has a daughter that goes to Ohio State. So he drives through Kentucky ah, all the time. There and, you go. And he has found some just really, really great bourbons over the years. So people have been really excited about this. They know that they're going to come to this event and be able to try something that they you know, haven't tried before. Um, of You've course, got some good do. connections. Oh, know. yeah, we, we do, we do, we do. Um, we have um, Halloween Fun Fest always, which is, we've been doing that one for, this is our 25th year of doing that. A great family event. And what we would like to start, um, hopefully in the upcoming years, is doing more winter festival things and bringing back trivia. We love trivia, and people really loved it. And we just had a location issue, so we think we've solved that now. So hopefully we'll be doing that. Um, we have a new special events director, and she is gung-ho and wants to do many more events. So uh, watch our website because <laughs> things are going to be, you know, a lot more happening. So we're, we're kind of hoping that, you know, at least 10 out of the 12 months we will have an event each month. So Awesome. Well, now... For, special to our listeners that if you have that trivia come back and they add, and you ask who the famous <laughs> yes, director yes. Uh, writer from Pewaukee, we'll make sure to put that <laughs> in. Yes. Now all you listeners will know the answer. You got a heads up there. Um, you have a tab on your website called Make a Difference. Uh, we're through partnerships with uh, the schools, the churches, the food pantries, and other other nonprofits. You provide backpacks filled with school supplies and winter clothing for low-income kids, and you provide assistance to other nonprofits. Is that through this community connection program that you guys have? Correct, yes. So we started this um, probably 15 years ago when I found out that teachers at school were providing 
just all kinds of different things for low-income kids out of their own pocket. And we get together um, a committee and just said, we we should not have teachers doing that. The community should be taking care of that. So every year we raise money for that. And like you said, we, we work with United Way. We provide all the filled backpacks for low-income children. Um, anything that you can think of that, that's something that is needed at school, um, the counselors will call us and say, for example, right now I'm helping a young man who couldn't afford a cap and gown for graduation. So we're, you know, we're paying for that. Um, there's a lot of needs out there, and so we try to be there. The other thing that we do, too, is is do community projects like um, bringing some programs in to make people aware of the opiate um, crisis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We've worked with the police on many, many times with um, the school shootings, and we provided, we did a big fundraiser and have um, Stop the Bleed bags in every um, school uh, room, and we have trained all the teachers on if there is, you know, something that, tragic that happens that the teachers know um, how to you know help the students so it's not just financial things we we try to be there for if there's a need in the community that we're kind of at the forefront of trying to help with that need and and that's that's really a great thing because um, when I interviewed another organization in Waukesha County I think they offered services to low-income families they they shared a stat that not many people may know of and that's 22 percent of people in Waukesha County live at or below the yes. poverty line. Yes. And I think people think Waukesha County, maybe specifically Lake Country area, they don't think that there's a need out there, mm-hmm. but there really is. Mm-hmm. And so if you look specifically for those needs in the community, unfortunately, it's kind of a sad yeah, thing. And you th- find it. But and I think right now what's happening, too, we're seeing an influx of grandparents raising grandchildren. And most of these people are living on a fixed income. And this is just putting such a financial strain on them. There's also a lot of foster children out there. So those are really the ones that we're, we're trying to find and to help. Mm. Oh, that's wonderful that you are. Um, well, we all know how important volunteers are to your mission. I think you reported mm-hmm. about 210 volunteers and 4,000 hours in 2019, Correct. which is great, pre-pandemic. Um, it's so wonderful that people want to get involved, mm-hmm. right? What type of support, including volunteers, do you need to make positively Pewaukee even more successful? I think there's a misnomer out there that we're government funded and so um, that we do have some um, tourism money that is used for marketing that's in and out but every other cent to keep our organization going is done by our raised by our events and mainly by sponsorship so if there is anyone that wants to, you know, sponsor one of our events, especially Taste of Lake Country, when you've got 25,000 <laughs> pairs of eyes on it and tons and tons of advertising done, you know, that's a really great way to, to support us. We're doing an online auction, um, you know, just making donations there. So, you know, it does, it does cost money to, you know, keep the organization going. And, you know, luckily we've had a lot of great support over the years, but we can always use more. Yeah, absolutely. You <laughs> yes. can only serve the population or the community to the extent that the dollars provide. Well, exactly, right? yeah. exactly. Yeah. And, you know, it, it costs money to, to do everything now. I mean, if people knew what Taste of Lake Country costs, they would be very shocked by that. <laughs> it's a great event. Yeah. It's a great event. So um, if somebody wants to reach out and get more information, what's the best way to um, to either contact you or to, to get information, more information about Positively Pewaukee? 
The best way is to email me. It's very simple, just Elaine at PositivelyPewaukee.com. Uh, you can also visit our website. Uh, we are on social media. You can always reach us um, by um, private messages on Facebook. Um, but email is probably the best way to, to get a hold of us. Okay. And did you say that they can donate right on the Facebook yes, page we do or the have, website? Yes, we do have on our website, we do have a, a Donate Now button on there too. So Okay, makes it easy, right? Yes, yes. Well, thank you, Elaine uh, Craning from Positively Pewaukee. Thank you for supporting the community and making all these wonderful events possible. Thanks for having me, Jill. You're welcome. Well, we're going to continue with this theme of events in and around our community. After the break, we'll find out how you can be inspired by the arts all year long. So stay tuned, and we'll be back shortly. You're listening to EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo. How many of you are anxious to get out and about in the nice weather? I know I am. <laughs> well, my next guests are going to share how you can be inspired by the arts all year long. Welcome to the show, Julia Jagersberg, president of the Pewaukee Area Arts Council, and Anne Roscoff, who is a part-time employee and a professional artist at PAC. Welcome to the show today, ladies. Hi, Jill. We're happy to be here. <laughs> yes, we're very pleased to be here. Thanks for inviting us. You are welcome. We're happy to uh, to hear what y'all have going. I like to have the audience get to know our guests a little better by having you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself and why you do what you do. Uh, my name is Julia Jaegersberg. Uh, I am not a real artist, <laughs> but <laughs> and I you don't a, play one on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but I love art, and um, I always have. I, I credit my mother for that. She took me to art festivals when I was young, and it, it was just something that I always, I always had my dorm all decorated before anybody else. Uh, it was just always important to me. And uh, I had an art gallery in Brookfield um, called Mio Bella uh, for four years. And um, I got to, we had 200 some artists that had their work there. So, um, but I've always been a writer. Uh, I, worked, I got a degree in, from Madison in writing and journalism. Um, and I wrote an article about PAC uh, and it contacted me. And, uh, and then after I did that, I joined and, and that was a few years ago. <laughs> so now I'm the president. So those things can happen quickly. <laughs> and the rest is history, yeah. dot, dot, yes. dot. Ann, tell us a little bit uh, about yourself. Um, well, my name is Ann Raskoff, and um, I am a full-time artist when I'm not working for PAC. Um, uh, like Julia, I went to Madison, got a Bachelor of Fine Arts, moved to New York, did graphic design for a couple years, um, moved back to Wisconsin, and um, had various graphic design jobs. And now I'm a full-time artist. Uh, I show all over Wisconsin, and... Um, and, and I love it. And I'm also involved in PAC. I love promoting the arts with the artists who are in PAC. We have a lot of visual artists right now. So um, we do all kinds of great things. I bet the, you do. I bet arts. you do. Well, for those that aren't familiar, give us some, some info and uh, history about the Pewaukee Area Arts Council. Sure. Well, we began in 2004. Um, we are a 501c3 nonprofit. 
Um, and PAC is dedicated to encouraging and promoting quality arts experiences, program events, cultural events, and opportunities in all of Waukesha County and Lake Country. Um, membership, we've had members who lived in Seattle. We've had members who uh, move away and continue their membership and support. Um, so we welcome people from all over. Um, like I said, we started in 2004. Um, and we have um, one of the one of the first big events was we did was a clay stomp at the for the uh, Pewaukee Public Library. A it clay stomp. Clay stomp. Right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just like you imagine, you know, think of grapes, but oh, think of clay. Oh, okay. <laughs> was there wine? <laughs> yeah, there might have been. I don't know. I wasn't involved back then. But the person um, who organized the clay stomp and did the clay stomp is Joel. Um, Piper. Yeah. And he's actually involved in one of our uh, programs that's happening this summer, the Art and Garden Tour. So, I mean, people stick with PAC. They realize the value that it has in the community, um, you know, supporting the arts, bringing the arts, uh, bring, brings the arts to people. Um, so um, we're excited about that long-term relationship that we have with our, our members. Nice. Well, share with us how you've evolved over the years. You said you've been around since 2004? That's correct. Okay. So what's been going on over the years? Well, um, I think there's been a lot, from what I've heard, a lot of uh, public art projects with Elaine from Positively Pewaukee um, and Karen Patrick, who was one of the founders. um, And for 10 years, they did some public art project um, in, in downtown Pewaukee. Um, They had banners up, they painted the benches, they had uh, rock sculptures. Um, We've heard a lot of things like that. Uh, Since I've joined and since Anne has joined, you know, we haven't done that as much. But what we have done with uh, Positively Pewaukee is we've been painting the windows in in the businesses. Oh, okay. Uh, And we've been doing it, I think, for at least three years mm-hmm, now, mm-hmm. Um, about twice a year. And it's really fun. And we did like woodland holidays for uh, Christmas time the last two years. And we also did spring windows. Um, so we work with the individual businesses. And what I like about it is that you, I just think about a little kid walking down the street and just being awed by what they see. And, mm-hmm. and to us, to me, that's everything. I just want people to be happy when they see art. Well, and you think about maybe I'm aging myself here, dating myself, but back in the day, you'd go downtown and you'd see the the windows down there and how they're wonderfully decorated over the holidays. And mm-hmm. that was like a big event. You know, it's an outing. Right. It, it, you right. know, it didn't cost a thing. You just walked up and down the street and you just saw how wonderfully decorated the windows were. Right. And um, I mean, part of the reason we did that was to bring Everybody talks about shopping local. Um, so we try to bring, you know, the shopping not in malls and not on Amazon, but back into the community in which we all live. Yeah, um, and so support those small businesses, exactly, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Well, we talk about how nonprofits have had to shift in terms of how they run their businesses, especially as a result of, of the pandemic, right? Um, how did you normally raise funds? And then how did you raise money during the pandemic? So normally we would have the gala. <laughs> um, I think it's uh, something that a lot of nonprofits do, a, a lovely dinner, a lovely evening, and raffle baskets. Well, we kind of decided that we were going to try to tap into our uh, members' talents, which were art, um, music, um, 
the writers, and a lot of our members are gardeners too. So um, the Art and Garden Tour evolved, um, and this is our third year yes. of creating it. And that w- w- it, it's become it's grown and it's become just a, a beautiful thing that people look forward to each year. So you uh, obviously through membership, you're raising funds that way. A little bit. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> we All don't right. raise enough to exist. Just okay. our membership is twenty-five dollars, which yeah. is very affordable. Anybody yeah. wants to join? Yeah. How big um, is your membership base? About a hundred people. Okay. Yeah, and mm-hmm. we have businesses that are members yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but what we did do during the pandemic was that we had an art and garden tour all planned for in person, and then we had to switch it to virtual. And we filmed everything. So we went to all the gardens and all we had the artists, do, you know, out in the garden performing or painting, all of the things we had planned to do, but we filmed it. Mm. And then we created a video. Um, but we still had the sponsors. So although we didn't make as much money because we didn't sell any tickets, we still made 8000 that first year. You found so we, a way to get her done. Yes. Yeah, we did. Right. Yeah, because yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. you have to do, I mean, we've all had to do that. There's right. this thing yeah. called Zoom right. that, uh, <laughs> that yeah. I wasn't even aware existed prior yeah. to the pandemic. Yeah. But, you know, we've had to shift, as we all say, um, to learn how to do things a little bit differently. And then we find new ways of, of doing things and Correct. say, hey, now we can, even though maybe you still have some things you did the old way, now there are some things that you can do a new way and you learn how to do business differently, right? Um, how do you use those funds to support the arts then? So we have, well, we have Anne. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so we have a set, one salary to pay, but the rest of the money uh, goes for our projects, uh, for scholarships, for uh, supporting art competitions, um, art in the community. Everything um, goes right back to the community. So, yes. Yeah. Yes. We're, what we earn, where we get, we pour it right back to the community, back into scholarships, art programs for young and old. Um, we have, uh, we make gingerbread houses every year. We've handed out, when we do this with the Pewaukee Police Department, um, during the pandemic, we did kits that kids could, families could pick up. So we called it grab and go. Um, and the year before and years before that, the kids would come and make the gingerbread houses with the policemen and with us. Mm-hmm. Very um, nice. That's yeah. a great way to build community, right? It, it, yeah. it is, yeah. it is. Um, that program just flourished too through the pandemic. We found a way yeah. around it. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. The last two years, um, we've had 70 houses created um, that the kids picked up with the kits to decorate at home. And those, in, in 20 minutes, those kids They're are gone, gone. <laughs> the last wow. two years. Wow. Yeah. So anybody that was late, nice. they, they, <laughs> they didn't like, get one. Wow. But, um, but our scholarship is something we've always been proud of. But uh, but we're, we're raising it this year. We used to give a $500 scholarship, and now we're doing two $1,000 scholarships, um, which people can apply for right now. That's correct. It's on the website. Yes. Okay. Well, we're going to revisit that whole scholarship uh, thing again in the next segment, but I just want to piggyback on this art competition that you have. Um, I understand that it's, it's a healthy competition where local students can submit their work. Um, it'd be interesting to know how many kids get involved in, in that type of thing. So stay tuned, and we're going to learn more about that after the break. We'll be right back. Thanks for tuning in. This is EIG, Milwaukee's philanthropic community, with your host, Jill Economo, on News Talk 1130 WISN. 
Welcome back to Milwaukee's Philanthropic Community, brought to you by Ellen Becker Investment Group. I'm your host, Jill Economo, Director of Community Outreach. And I'm talking in this last segment with Julia Jagersberg and Ann Roscoff from the Pewaukee Area Arts Council. So you have this opportunity for local students to submit their work for a healthy art competition. So tell us about that. Well, the showcase of art um, has been around for many years. Um, I think PAC has been involved for the last eight or so? Uh, yeah, 2006, I believe okay. it started. Yep. So <clears throat> usually it takes place in person, um, where I was, the, when I first joined PAC, it was one of the first things I did. And I would, couldn't believe it. Teachers just came in and just piles of artwork and um, everything, 3D, 2D. Um, and it took a lot of volunteers uh, to fill the entire Waukesha Library with art. It was, it was really fantastic. Well, like um, how many pieces are you talking about? 500 some. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> yeah, up to that. Uh, so, but then the pandemic hit. So we do it every two years. Um, and the Waukesha Community Foundation has been a major sponsor and we thank them very much. Uh, but, so when the pandemic hit, we, um, we had to take it, um, take it online. And we found something called Galleria. And, uh, and I think it was fantastic because we were able to do it all virtually. I mean, they could send us the images. Um, we had judges, and um, you know, we evaluated everything. Ann and I actually, um, we needed somebody to pick um, the best of show. So Ann and I got that wonderful opportunity, and we went over every single, all 500 um, pieces that were uh, applied that and we we chose the best of show, and it stood out. It was we were really afraid that it would be so hard, but it ultimately wasn't. the The one the best of show uh, was from an Econ Walk student, and she was just fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we had sets of judges for photography, and then and um, the three D and two D. So anyway, this uh, that year we had two hundred thirty six artists that that um, gave us four hundred and ninety pieces of artwork to be judged. Um, and then all of these pieces are online, and so they can share it with grandparents and aunts and oh, uncles and everything. It's amazing what we can do when we put our yes. minds to it, right? Yes. Just, it, it seems like a limiting thing, but now yeah. look at how, you know, what the possibilities are. It's great. We yeah. had 50,000, almost 50,000 art hits. So a huge number of people saw all these high school students' artwork. Mm. It was amazing. We were flabbergasted yes <laughs> and excited and happy and now we're thinking of doing it that way almost every year <laughs> I was gonna yes. say you you say okay that that went smoothly mm-hmm. we learned we cut our teeth on that first yes. one mm-hmm. and now you can do that going forward because it's probably or maybe it is more economical to do things that way and yes. people can choose whether they want to remotely see it or maybe you have both right you right. know right um, do you sponsor other local art competitions then, in addition to this showcase of art? Yeah, we have the Helen Mears um, uh, Farnsworth Art Competition, which we do in conjunction with the Pewaukee Women's Club, and that's happening right now. So they are, it's all middle school kids, and they submit their work, and they win awards. So we have a team of, um, of PAC artists who... Um, uh, judge them and hand out the awards. So that's happening in the next couple of weeks. Uh, and we're also um, in the works on having a, a grade school student, elementary school 
um, Student Artist of the Week, so we can encompass even more young artists. Yes, we need to go younger. We, we need, need to, to encourage younger. them yeah. earlier. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, we also engage our own members. Um, we set up exhibits at um, the Oconomowoc Arts Center, uh, Lake Country Players, other nonprofits. So we have uh, a lot of artists who are very talented, want to show their work. That's one of the reasons they join PAC is because they're passionate about uh, creating work their, their, themselves. Um, this week, Thursday, I'm setting up a show at Lake Country Players. So uh, it's really all about the arts from young to old. Uh, you know, that we are helping people realize their dreams. And okay. get it to get exposure. You know, yes, you think about yes. these young kids that might not otherwise have an opportunity to have huh. their work be seen. Right, and right, And now exactly. this gives them an, uh, uh, an opportunity to do that. Right. That's great. And what, a, what about scholarships? You know, do you offer, you mentioned a bit about it before. So tell us more about the, the art scholarships to the area high school students. Yeah, so we uh, we have a, uh, a newsletter that goes out to um, all the principals and art teachers and uh, counselors uh, announcing it. And as I mentioned, we're going from 500 to 1,000 this year. We're doubling it because we know how expensive school is, mm. and, and we need to we needed to to step up and offer more money. So our board um, just approved that last week. Um, and so we're really excited about that. And we like to uh, we like to choose um, musicians. Um, and, um, you know, just a Visual variety. Yes. Yeah, creative writing. Anybody who's going to uh, take their career another step, um, we are hopefully there to support them. Yes. And the winner from last year actually has participated um, in one of our Art and Garden Tour events where she has a beautiful voice. Uh, operatic. She sang operatic songs, and she's going to come back this year, too. Yes, I'm very excited about that. Well, let's talk about that. So you have this major event that you've been doing over the last couple of years called Lake Country Art and Garden Tour. So um, give us the deets on that. So last year, the Art and Garden Tour uh, took place all in one week. Um, people would sign up for all the events that we had, tour gardens, um, and it was just a week of lots of activity for our uh, PAC volunteers and members. So this year, you know, everything always evolves a little bit, and we are spreading it out starting in April. There'll be an event, and it's going to go all the way through September. It won't be all week long or all month long. There's various events throughout the, the spring and, and fall. Um, in April, we have a, a photo contest. So it's open to anybody, any amateur photographer can take a picture of anything in nature, um, flowers, um, a beautiful you know view of the lake or forest or whatever, and submit it. Um, and then we also have workshops. So the first workshop is going to be in May, and it's going to be a garden totem pole workshop. So um, two artists are going to be um, inspiring uh, anyone. You don't have to be an artist to create a really cool garden totem. So you can paint it and and plant it in your garden and attract birds or anything you want. Just <laughs> add color maybe before all the colors pops out out of nature. Um, we also have a, a dinner train ride that's happening in June. Um, sculpture in Bloom at Joel Pfeiffer's, who, as we mentioned before, is the clay stomp artist. He is a a fabulous glass artist and sculptor, and we're going to hold a um, a soiree evening in yes. his backyard. 
Um, we have ukulele jams that are happening that, that June. And then into July, we have a really cool thing happening, happening at the Lake Country Art Festival. It's going to be a community weave. So it's a free event. Um, we're going to have this giant uh, loom, maybe, uh, handmade loom. And kids and families can come and weave part of nature into this big installation, which will go into a library or some public place, and they can enjoy it. And then we're going to have like um, 100 takeaway kits so kids can create their own uh, nature garden weaves at home. Um, so we're really excited about that. We have a historical boat tour happening, a creative writing workshop, and a lot of these are happening in private gardens too, some of our events. So you're going to get a sneak peek at people's beautiful gardens that they spend so much time um, curating and, and, and you know developing. Um, and then we're going to have a fused glass night at the beautiful Soul Fire Art Studio in Delafield. Um, we have a 24-hour theater project that's happening um, at... Um, Hawks Inn, I believe, right? Yes. Yeah. Um, celebration of the Arts at Hawks Inn. I mean, it's just amazing. You're going to have to go to our website to really <laughs> grasp the, the magnitude of this, this summer-long yeah. festivities. So at, the, at Hawks Inn for the celebration on um, the 16th of August, uh, we're going to have the theater that took, you know, two days to prepare the costumes and they're even going to write it I believe in in those 48 hours um, and they're going to perform at Hawks Inn so that day we're going to have floral workshops and plein air artists and um, performers and we're going to try to touch on all the arts yeah in one day yeah well, one fantastic you, day <laughs> yeah you certainly have a lot going on so <laughs> if there are people listening who want to support PAC uh, what would you say is your greatest need right now uh, funds are always our greatest need. Uh, in order to keep giving back to the community as we do, uh, we need sponsorship. And the Art and Garden Tour, uh, we have sponsors for every event. Um, and, and we are very thankful for Ellen Becker Investment Group as our key sponsor to, for the event. Um, so fortunate the last few years you've been doing that. And we appreciate that. Thank you. You're welcome. And so we need more people to join. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, so if you have a company or you would like to donate... Uh, to the Pewaukee Area Arts Council. You just have to go to our website. You can call us. You can email me. Um, and if you feel like the arts are an important part of your life and your community, we hope that you will contact us. Um, well, we, give us that contact information then. What's okay, the best so, way? Um, our website is um, pewaukeearts.org. Um, and our uh, Gmail address, if you want to email me, is pewaukeearts at gmail.com. Do you have a Facebook page? Uh, we do have a Facebook page, and if you just look up Pewaukee Area Arts Council, you will find us, and you can see all the wonderful things that we're doing, um, things that are happening, um, and you can also call us at, uh, what is it, 262-725-1468 is our phone number. Um, you can call us, and you'll... You'll be talking to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, there's a number of ways that you can reach out. That's true. Uh, so that's, that's great. Um, I want to thank all my guests today. Uh, first couple segments, we had Elaine Craning from Positively Pewaukee. And in these last two segments, we've been talking with Julia Yagersberg and Ann Roscoff from the Pewaukee Area 
Arts Council, or PAC. That's a lot easier to say, PAC, yeah. (laughs) So thank you for sharing, all of you, how you look for fun and exciting ways to engage people in the community. Thank you for being here today. Thank you so much, Jill. Thank you very much. You're welcome. If you'd like further information about what we talked about today, or if you'd like to be considered as a guest on the show, you can email me at jill at ellenbecker.com, or you can call our office at 262-691-3200. Join us next Sunday morning at 10 a.m. to learn more about the ways people and organizations are contributing to making our community safe, fun, and engaging. You can tune into News Talk 1130 on your radio, or you can go to News Talk 1130 on your computer, or you can listen on your cell phone via the iHeartRadio app. I encourage you to visit our website at ellenbecker.com to listen to previously aired shows that are now available on demand at Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, or Apple Podcast. My call to action uh, today is is to ask you, audience, to share the information that you learned about today so we can have a great turnout for all these different events that are going on in our community. Decide if there's a way that you want to provide help. Maybe that's through volunteering or donating. I'm sure anything that you do would be appreciated. 